Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I are playing the Cult Divinity Lost role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The campaign is the Black Madonna. It's available from Helmcast. I am the Game Master, and this is episode 17. Our recap will be given by Matthew Sanderson as his character, John Miller. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Matt? Hey, thank you very much, Tom. So, scribblings from the notebook of a journalist. We return back from the dream world and find cholera has hit St. Petersburg. So much for Soviet plumbing. Yeah. Well, what do you do in a situation like that? You hit the newspapers. And yeah, our names are still all over them. Fantastic. And this Slava group, though, it looks like they're a political group, they're pro czarist so wanting to return to the world before communism. Um, by legitimate means, though, uh, they're getting more traction and support. They're based in Moscow. And apparently some General Strelkov um, used to be a colonel in the Air Force, but there's a concern around, his name keeps coming up, but there's a concern around build-up of military forces that are apparently there to make every, I'm sure everyone safe. Hmm, where have I heard that before? Anyway, Petra comes up with an idea. Use, the con use contacts to plant false leads saying we're in other places. So she gets to work doing that. We all go to St. John's Church. Nesterov, our friendly painter, who paints the most beautiful icons, by the way, uh, is not present. So we ask to speak to the bishop and find that he and Nesterov packed up their stuff and left. Coincidence? Poor timing? We don't know. Dietrich and Andre go to an occult bookshop and find books on um, by Nigel Harcomb. They start probing and learn he's a death magician. But when they hint that they've pissed him off, they really put their foot in it and they have to leave fairly shortly after. Researching Harcomb, apparently looks like he's also connected or was part of the Slavic Association. Meanwhile, Ingolf decides to go and write about the Slava headquarters. There's a darkness about the place, but nothing overtly unusual cut forward a few hours on the train to moscow dream time uh, me and Deertrick find Harcomb um, in an abandoned industrial area at least he's supposed to be there uh, there's cultists on either side of a set of doors but an invisible barrier over the door what we try to do is reversed they point guns at us we wake up so we move into our new townhouse in moscow because we like fancy living there um, Andre starts digging around sl um, the Slava, finds it used to be run by a Colonel Leskov, but now this General Stelk uh, Strelkov. The General only came into existence on the day that we let the Incarnates loose. Again, this coincidence word keeps cropping up. No one questions him just appearing, no reference to where he's stationed either. Meanwhile, Ingolf is given a letter while researching at the library by a mysterious woman. This leads to a beer hall, much to Andre's annoyance, uh, trying to stop any form of booze getting into his, uh, into his mouth, which leads to cloak and dagger black cars taking us to a meeting with Colonel Zoya Selenova, if I've got the name right, of the KGB Internal Affairs Unit. And, at least to some of us, she looks like a lictor. As Andre said, shit, double shit. So, uh, you are in the KGB's office, which has been disguised as uh, 
a sleep clinic or something like that. And behind the seat is uh, Colonel uh, uh, Solivanova, who, as some of as three of you know, is a lictor. And she says, "Well, you have come all this way to uh, suddenly have a German accent <clears throat> to make us feel at home with an accent we recognize." You have come all the way to uh, Moscow for a reason, which I am now aware of. I was informed by uh, His Grace Bishop uh, Chizenko of what happened in uh, Berlin. And, uh, and uh, the mess that you made. Uh, it's correct, it's not you are here to try and correct the problem you created by releasing the uh, incarnates into the world. You, you kind of make that sound like it's very much our fault where we kind of see it that we were manipulated into doing that. It, it was your fault. Well, well, perhaps you didn't see through the, the, the trick, but it's still, uh, if anybody is to blame, it is you. And so it is your problem to try and fix. Uh, we believe that uh, the reason why I pulled you in was because I, I believe I understand the relationship that you have in your quest to a General Strelkov. You know, like you, you most likely know who I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Strelkov is your problem. But the KGB and Slava have been at odds for some time. Uh, we are, of course, the, in the Soviet Union. We're with the communist organization, and they are a pure czarist, so they are in direct opposition to us. But our situation is very sensitive. You know, neither of us can really move against the other without causing a great deal of difficulty. I'm prepared to assist you. I think that um, you may have already asked, have you already looked into Slava? Yeah. Have I you have. have you have you been inside? Have you I have not yet. That was our next goal. So you just know about it. Okay, well, I, know. I, did. I can probably assist you there. I can... Uh, and she thinks for a few moments, and she says, we can probably set you up as, uh, as uh, visiting dignitaries from uh, another group, uh, the Swedish Democrats or Germanische Germanschaft or something like that. Um, we understand they're going to have some sort of a what to do in a few days. Uh, we could probably get you in. There's a doctor, um, Doctor Gregorovich, who you can. Uh, I'll I'll send a letter of introduction, and you can use that to pose as a Germanische Germanschaft. But you need to brush up on your knowledge of them, and you need to get your story straight. 
because they will you'll be under scrutiny. Once you are inside, as I say, I'm, I'm willing to assist you in your quest, but I have my duties as KGB, uh, and don't think that we don't know who you are, Andrei Vyshenko. Um, that is another matter. I need you, when you are infiltrated, and to see if you can find some solid physical evidence that they are planning something uh, with the military, a coup. Um, we think that they're amassing weaponry, but as I said, we don't have any any reason to uh, um, accuse them. I think that they hope that we will accuse them brashly, and then they'll have a way, a way to get rid of us. Does, uh, uh, in, is it included uh, in our brief of being informed about Germanische Gemeinschaft that we should know the true identity of the uh, of Ernst Vogel? The true identity of Ernst Vogel. Um, the Germanische Gemeinschaft office in Berlin now is being uh, managed by uh, something that is not entirely human. <laughs> I'm not surprised. So there's a good... I, I mean, it wouldn't hurt. Anything and, to legitimize your... And okay. do you think that Leskov himself is human? Uh, Leskov, uh, the predecessor, well, he's still actively involved. Um, my guess is he is human. Oh, I thought it was Leskov who replaced Strelkov. I have them backwards. Uh, Russian no, names. Yeah, St Strelkov has, has replaced him. Strelkov, I think, very likely is your incarnate, or at least a very close associate with him. The timing suggests have, it. He seems to have risen too quickly, and we can't find any information on him previously. Yeah. Um, do you have any questions? If, uh, if those of us who are marked were to be in the presence of Strelkov, wouldn't he, wouldn't it be rather hard to maintain that position? That's true. I don't believe that Strelkov is actually at Slava. Uh -huh. We're not exactly sure precisely where Strelkov is. He has found some base to, uh, to control but he's not directly accessible to us at the moment, but perhaps something that you find there will lead us to understand where he is. Mm. What uh, timeline do you have in mind for this? Well, it'll take oh, there's me a an day. Event. Well, it'll take me a day at least to put together papers and get everything in place. Um, I believe the, uh, the event is the following uh, day. You can go in during the daytime to speak with Gregorovich, and then I'm sure he will invite you. It's a nighttime event. You should be able to take advantage of them. Uh, we Russians like to party hearty, as you would say. It's very likely by 10, 1030, everyone will be drunk anyway. Yeah, not wrong. I mean, Andre will know 
That is true. Yes, you are not wrong. <laughs> that we we like to drink, we like to go hard, and the night sometimes ends a little bit early. Well, we don't want to have any problem directly at first because, of course, the military, it's the generals, and uh, Strelkov is there, but the other generals are legitimate uh, you know, government officials. Um, if the KGB and those and the military come into conflict, there better be a good, solid physical reason for it. And finding out that Strelkov is, in fact, some sort of a spiritual being will not be enough. I need something concrete. You understand? Yes, I understand. My association with uh, Ivan Shizanko, what you call the bishop, <laughs> we are of the same caste, you could say. Both of us are uh, lictors of Bina. Our approaches are different, but then we're not really interested in the politics of humans. Um, both of us fight for home and unity and, and that sort of thing. He's gone into hiding. We believe that as have I, as you can see, the, the, the steps I went through to, uh, to get you here. If you need me, and she gives you a card with a number on it. Um, if you need me, you will call this number. Uh, it, won't, it won't seem like you're calling anyone in the KGB, and then I will send cars for you. So... Tell them where you are, but uh, I will not be in the same location the next time. It is the first, well, one of the first steps when someone is trying to take over to eliminate the uh, competition. And so we have to be careful. Uh, if uh, if Chizenko is worried about it, and he is possibly the most powerful of all of us, then I certainly have to worry about it. That that's all I have, unless you have questions. <laughs> that is a lot, but I think we can handle it. Okay. We have at your at your access. We have uh, uh, information uh, that you might find useful. Uh, we can give you some paperwork on the Germanische Germeinschaft. Um, and I will send papers over tomorrow giving you new identities. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. And very helpful. With a very right. fake smile on my face because I don't want to get on her bad side. All right. So if that's if you have no more questions, then they will escort you back out to the limousines and drive you back to the same place you were picked up and drop you off. Uh, first, first thing Andre wants to do is <laughs> check everyone's clothes very quickly. 
one says that check everyone's clothes because he knows what they are like. He knows what the KGB are like. So I don't remember this button. This button <laughs> appeared on my jacket. Checking. I'm just going to pat you all down, check everything, get you to check all the... We weren't handled very much. No, but, you know, didn't. you can have a little magnet thing on the seat or whatnot. So, it yeah, says, uh, feel free. It's his fear. I would say... Uh, it's hard to think just... of what kind of questions to ask. Um, I was <coughs> too busy being... Uh... Intimidated? Yeah. <laughs> Browbeaten? It is hard. Plus... It's harder for me because I don't think I, I might, we might get through this segment, but then I might, uh, if we don't get out quickly, I might get. Let's, let's, let's add a little bit to that. She tells you, she says, my friends, it's not fair that you've been enlisted into this whole thing. We know that you had no, no desire to be involved in this, but there is a great battle between light and darkness that is coming, uh, one that could shake the very foundations of the world. I mean, if Strelkov is this thing and he obtains enough military power, there's God knows what what the man could do. Could start World War III, for all we know, bring hell on earth if Chigiriel is interested in pain and suffering. That's the way to do it. So, think of yourselves as the heroes of light. Uh, you might not think of yourselves as, uh, as heroes or soldiers, but you are the ones that are filling the task. It's always necessary to choose the right path. If we should be so fortunate as to get out of this more or less intact, I would just like a quiet place in the country to which in which to write a posthumously published autobiography. Get out of Russia alive. <laughs> that would be a start. Well, you, you, you four have more of a chance than I do at this moment in time. But these these beings, these lictors, or whatever the hell they are, are really starting to get on my nerves. Yes. They all they talk, they seem to talk a big game, but they they seem middling at best relative I, to everything else. It seems as though we're quite in dire straits when we are pulled in by a KGB officer who wants us to act as spies to infiltrate a Russian organization. Don't they have spies, Andre? Actually, it's Ugh. something I did forget. Um, she says that they have attempted to infiltrate. Um, and everyone's uh, been killed. Well, they haven't. Uh, they haven't heard anything back from a number of them. But that where they get their intelligence is, it's the way they do things. Yeah, yeah, it fills me with confidence. I I probably would have said they probably did, did try to send people as well as probably said in response to you anyway. When we get the f false documents tomorrow, Andre, I'd like you to go over them very carefully before any vodka. Maybe she's uh, I will you know 
I will make sure to drink it all before Andre can get to it. Don't worry. No, 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 no. <laughs> on golf, and he'll said on golf, no, in golf. Maybe, maybe I've already drank too much vodka. The CIA once figured out that a bunch of passports were false because the staples rusted too easily. I will check. I have uh, looked over many a forgery. So. Real American staples are made of stainless steel and last for a long time. Cheap Soviet staples started to fall I, apart. We we have been gone a while. When we get back to our place, we definitely need to do a bug check. Just it's not a precaution because then we can talk more freely. And well, I don't think I they would plant a bug on us, but they probably most certainly bugged where we've been staying while we were gone. Yes. They will want to know if uh, we're hiding anything. But this, I, I just, I just want one of these damn things to get rid of these worms. Mm. Uh, Petra, at least we don't get to uh, see what these free see the described monsters. And me, yes, me, me and you get the good and the small bit. favors, I suppose. <laughs> I like Is it better the, to I, see the monster or to not know it's there? I like the idea that one of them, if they got into an elevator, couldn't fool me. I don't like having to talk to somebody who's pretending to be a person when I can see the wires moving. It's taxing. Li- literal wires. It's literal like wires. Some of them are hooks. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the plus side, it's probably a good thing that me and Petra are your muscles aren't exactly uh, having uh, that much of a mental impact on myself. You also want your muscle to be able to see the which what what things are the actual monsters yeah, versus yes the... yes Petra, but we we can get through it. We have these to tell us that person is monster. Point and shoot, and we can point and shoot. Some of them are particularly big, like the uh, the lictor. It's hard hard to miss them with the, the size they are. Exactly. And uh, if all comes to fail, Molotov cocktail. Yeah. The other downside is when John and I went to visit the nice old ladies and have tea, John nearly crawled out of his skin at something even I couldn't see, except for the corners of my eyes. It can be distracting, let's say to see things that should remain hidden. Especially those things. Well, uh, so we, we we get take out borscht, go to sleep early and wait for the documents, or is there something we can do? I think we should get an early night after debugging the flat, if there are, or the house, if there are any bugs to be found. So we're being debugged, the place is being debugged. If I mean, are, you can also yeah. probably find information on Germanisha, Germain Shaft, and various. Not a bad places. idea to start that research early. Yes, but it, I get the impression it's fairly late at night at this point. Oh, what time yeah. is it? Yeah, by the time you've been driven back, it's probably eleven o'clock at night. Unless there's one of those late it. night libraries or a computer or something. I don't know. The uh, I'll never catch um, There might be. I mean, 90, 1991, there's computers. Yeah. I don't imagine there's much internet infrastructure in Moscow in 91. 
Well, maybe not. No, no, because wasn't that was the time when they were more strict on the information that certain citizens were getting access to. So. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about dropping the name Ernst Vogel, given that, you know, he was ruling an upper floor of the Gemeinschaft building uh, insidiously? Maybe we save it until we meet somebody higher up, or do we think it'll give us cachet? Because it didn't seem like uh, Selenikova even knew the name. I think we use it as a the final piece if we need if we're not getting anywhere with the people we're talking to we can use it as a damn it i'll report you to fogel that sort of thing yeah, well yeah. one thing that you you've learned a little bit along the way is kermanish kermanshaft they tend to organize themselves into cells and that their communication between cells is minimal um mm. uh vogel was the head of the cell in Berlin, which is probably the most powerful of the Germanische Germanschaft cells. No, I don't think, I think that she recognized the name. She wasn't aware that he was uh, Razid. But then she wasn't surprised either. This being... This being that she mentioned, this Bina. You, you know, you the bishop think, mentioned him as well. You you would think. <laughs> I think they referred to her as a she. But. Yeah, in the in the very early parts of our of our campaign, you did research the Kabbalah. <laughs> it's one of the aspects of God, the f- feminine aspect of God. Yeah, family and nurturing and things. The, and that's why in conflict with Chigadiel, even though they're not direct opposites. She's also occasionally referred to as the Black Madonna. And the Madonna is the protector of all Russia, according to the Russians. No, I just, All right. you, you'd think we, we could get, I don't know, some kind of power from this being. I mean, these other wizards and things seem to get power from Chigidiel or what have you. You would think we could get some supernatural capabilities from Bina, but I don't know how to go about. There are a couple of times I wouldn't have mind if the bishop had shown up and we're in a tight pit place as well, but they appear to sort of wind us up and Again, send us on our own. Yep, yeah, to get that, I think it's just like the crushing feeling, just we're expendable. We're just pawns. That's all we are. I don't like the idea of calling upon something to grant you power when the last time we know it did that, it, repl- it repaired someone's back and turned them into a uh, horrific version of the Michelin Man. That's so, a fair point, John. Mm-hmm. I don't think I want to be on the receiving end of that kind of power. But I'm about something like this... What's his name? The English fellow. 
Nigel Harcone. Harcone. Like, whatever his real name is. Or whoever, yeah, whoever the hell he is. Westlake, Harcone, whatever. He seems... He seems to have managed to accrue himself. Uh, managed to, he's managed to gather gather himself a top a number one spot on the most wanted list in half a dozen different countries by the sound of it because he's a murdering son of a bitch. That's true. That's true. Again, there's there's no power here that seems to have any positive upside whatsoever. But the yeah, I I definitely definitely see that. I just feel that we are. In the case of going after this Drelkov, we are, I feel, hopelessly outmatched. I mean, the one we fought in Dreams, we were fine because we had, we were given additional knowledge on how to have power in a dreaming space. But in this, confronting him here, who knows just, what, what an incarnate is capable of? We just have to be cautious. And the thing is, you, we never know. We, you may, we may end up back in that dream or whatever. And you might be more powerful than you are. But you three are, me and Petra are powerful now. You three are powerful. You guys have the brains. Brains are sometimes more powerful than, than this. You can outsmart people. Even a monster can be outsmarted. A real one. Pull it through that brain, though, does tend to put a crimp in your day. That does work, but we don't know if it works on on a big monster like that. Yeah. Considering okay. if I shoot that uh, person in the head, am I really shooting the head? Probably not. <laughs> I kind of have to aim all the way up to the ceiling. But yeah, more, than, said, more than like if, if you're shooting uh, just ahead of you and in, into the head, you're probably shooting the poor thing in the nuts. So, <laughs> Andre, do an insight. Uh, I'm asking you to do a roll, but I don't normally. I'm not supposed to ask you. Oh, it's, it's okay. Uh, which, oh, which one did uh, you want? <laughs> um. Uh, do like observe the situation. Okay. Andre can do that for you. That is only a measly 10, so I don't observe much. Okay. Well, I'll give you this much. You begin to realize that um, these lictors, Bishop uh, Chizenko and uh, Selivanova, they, they've displayed two things. One is they are vulnerable to attack because they're in hiding and they don't seem to be all-knowing. That is true. Um, even the bishop made a terrible mistake when he thought that you guys were the incarnates. So, having a little thing. We can use brawn, we can use brains. There are ways to around this they are not as smart they're not as smart as uh, they seem to be i think you know, with careful planning and precaution they're they're certainly not omniscient by any stretch not even close 
at the end of the day, they're probably just as scared as we are. Yeah, and there doesn't seem to be anyone above them that's whispering in your in their ear the answers to everything either. So, <laughs> yeah, if they're counting on the likes of us to be on the side of the heroes in the final battle between lightness and dark, then they must be pretty desperate. I mean, what about us isn't heroic, Diedrich? The fact that I want to spend my whole life behind a typewriter, you sell books, John's a reporter. Very, very heroic stock. I, All of us would rather be uh, at a spa in Geneva right now with a yeah. stiff cocktail. Sure. Petra is a businesswoman of good nature, and I am an ex <laughs> basically hit. I'm basically hitman. You know, we are, we are good. <laughs> well, Andre and Petra, it's, you two have the most heroic qualities from that. I wouldn't as far say as what physical I prowess. I wouldn't say what I used to do with heroic Ingolf. If I told you some of the stories, then me and you would be having drinks till the cows come Ooh. home. So you should tell me a story then. I will not. <laughs> I think Dietrich's onto something though. If we survive all of this, I vote that we go to a spa in Geneva and unwind. Maybe a bit further away where the cake <laughs> track me down. I like the optimism of being able to go to a spa in Geneva after all this is done. But I live I have for a, hope. We're <laughs> just living for hope. I have the crushing feeling that whatever powers that be won't keep us around for long after this is all done. Once we are, if we do stop Chigidiel and we are no longer have quite the use. And by stop Chigidiel, I think you mean briefly impede Jagidiel's immediate plans. Right. By briefly impeding Jagidiel, then the Bina lictors and other beings might yeah. if, you are, you are correct, if we're lucky, just... they, they might just press us into permanent service. Or we could, or we will just get regurgitated <laughs> into their lives and murdered horribly. On that note, I'm gonna turn in. If, if it's yes, did you did you check our rooms, Dieter? It's time for bed. Yeah, I would have I would have done that since we got before we had this conversation. I would have debugged tried see if there were any books, and I would check all the usual spots that I know where kids be and all the spots that they don't think that I would know about, but I do because we're not there. <laughs> and I've looked around the apartment too, and it's what strikes me is that even in a rather expensive Moscow apartment, the wiring is it looks like it's from 1938, and I wouldn't be able to help a bug from the most important line in the house. Who's who's looking for the bugs? Okay. Yeah, that's uh, what they look like. Andre, you can do an investigate, but uh, Matt, you were going to say something. Yeah, I was just going to say, if, you, if you're looking for a hot bath or a, uh, a sauna or a spa, I do know a place if you want to uh, to have a wander to it in your dreams at some point. Mm. I got really a nice. nine and a ten. That is twenty. Wow. <laughs> yeah, you find a couple of bugs, but you don't know whether they're active or if they've been there for 20, 30 years. I get rid of them anyway. I don't want to take. I mean, the KGB didn't know where you were. In fact, they must have been following Inkle for around because. They passed him the note while he was at the library, I believe. For all we know, they have a listening post. Like, 
across the road. Yeah, or the apartment upstairs and three guys with... They're, they're just against the, against the floor listening to Guy across the across the road with the directional microphone pointed out the open window at us all the time. Oh, if there's a suspicious vehicle out on the sidewalk. <laughs> we well, you don't think that they're them. after you for anything. They're just making sure they're... Oh, yes. They see what you're doing. All right. So you guys go to bed. Did you want to do anything dream-wise, John, or... I'm tempted to see if I can head back to the uh, head back to the palace for a little bit, but no, I think I'll uh, I'll resist the urge just in case I meet into one of my uh, beloved okay. centipede-like friends. Yeah. All right, so you guys sleep actually pretty well. Um, next morning, you wake up, you uh, have breakfast. Did you want to do anything today before something comes? I think we uh, talked about looking into your mind shaft. Yeah, although also Silvana Koba said she was going to send us information on the mind shaft, but never hurts to look independently. Uh, if there's a library that has uh, that maintains a file of German periodicals, that might be useful. All right. Um, yeah, I don't think that's hard to find, and especially now that they've become. There, there's been some prominent news about them. They've inherited, as you recall, quite a lot of money from uh, the three Russians. So, little things on uh, where are they? Germanisha Germanschaft. Um, I've probably read you part of this before. Um, let's see, where is it? Um, their purpose and ideology. The movement aims to expand their own powers in Germany while simultaneously reducing the power of the um, Bundestag, the German uh, parliament. They hope to control large portions of the Eastern German um, judicial system and the police force. Uh, their ultimate goal is the creation of a military state and to facilitate the expulsion and destruction of all vermin unworthy of life, i.e. immigrants, Jews, and the mentally ill from Germany. So basically, they're neo-Nazis. They'll say they've got a good straight, straight right arm. Yeah. Um, The movement, is, the main main headquarters is in Berlin, and Vogel is the uh, the leader. Um, and he has also managed to sort of pull in some of the satellite groups and uh, and take control of them as well. You can see his power is growing. There is definitely milit a military link there between our um, suspected incarnate here and there wanting a military police state uh, back in Germany. So you can see how the two groups would be aligned. There are rumors, but no solid evidence that Germanische Germeinschaft have been receiving illegal uh, firearms 
from Russia. Hmm. From who? They don't quite know. But I guess we can pretty much guess who it might be. That's definitely a place where you can find some evidence. Um, you find enough to familiarize yourself with uh, their ideologies, their phrase, their phrasing of things, so that you know you can talk like them. Um, right about eleven thirty in the morning, a package arrives with uh, identities. Um, uh, and name tags and everything that will that identify you as a small visiting delegation from Germanische Germeinschaft to Slava, um, and that you're to be treated against. There's also a copy of a letter that's written to uh, Dr. Fyodor uh, Grigorovich at uh, Slava headquarters. Uh, he's a doctor. <laughs> now, he's also kind of an interesting character because he was relatively uh, nobody, uh, I mean, a minor figure that was in that organization. And when Strelkov uh, became the leader, he sort of promoted this uh, Grigorovich to a higher position in Slava than he was before. Mm -hmm. He's a, uh, a civilian doctor, not a military doctor. Um, you, you can't really find any any evidence that he is uh, had a practice anywhere. Uh -huh. So he might be a research doctor of some sort. He might be experimental in nature. Mm -hmm. And it's he that you're getting introduced to. Uh, the copy of the thing who was who was introducing us to Gregorovich. Um, we'll say way? it's. Uh, I don't have a name, so I'll make something up. Um, uh, it's a German in GG. Yeah, a German. Okay. Somebody who's he, um, she ex, uh, in her notes, she explains to you that Slava is such a large organization, they won't know the difference. There's no way that any of them could know all the, the people involved. So we'll say Hans um, Kleinschmidt. <laughs> From the Dusseldorf Division, I don't know. Um, so now you have a little bit of opportunity tomorrow morning, you're going to go and, uh, arrive. Um, if you guys want to make up anything, any of your story to get it straightened. Okay. Ah, character. I thought I want to use my chameleon ability just so my disguise is more, at least one of us is more thoroughly embedded, so. Also, you know, those of us who are German have a certain automatic believability. So if you can elevate yours, 
exactly might be worthwhile I won't do it until I won't I won't roll for it until after, until we just about to go uh, it, snake eyes for later yeah. and then it stays and then it stays active until I if I, if a pass it stays active until I break the character Uh, so I assume that we're we're coming over for uh. Did does do do uh Silvanovka's uh, does her little briefing dossiers say anything about what the nature of the event is? Is it just Saint Olga's Day, or are they? Is it the anniversary of Tsar Nicholas's bar mitzvah, or? It's more more just um, um. There's going to be members of Slava from around the country mm. uh, that are meeting. You don't actually have an invitation to that, but uh, she thinks for sure that you'll be invited. Um, she's strategically having you arrive on a certain day so that mm -hmm. they'll say, oh, you know, we're having a thing tonight, come. Yeah. So uh, we do not go to Grigorovich and say, we were hoping we could come to the... Right. The pan-soviet meeting tonight um we instead say uh something about you know being very gratified with the arms that we've received so far but we think that herr fogel is getting ready to make a move although he has not set a date and if we could arrange for another shipment it might be well timed yes that sounds and then Gorovich will say, oh, come and meet your Tsarist brothers. And we'll say, create a vodka on us. Bribe them with vodka and we are available to be fine. <laughs> and then I'll just eat starchy foods all day so that I can't even feel the first eight shots that they force down our throats at the door. The thing is, you will want to, we, if we do want to bribe them with vodka at the end of the day, we need to get the proper basically pure pure effort. <laughs> but we can't we can't arrive with that with us because that's i mean that's unless it's just a gift once we get once we get invited yeah we should we should bring a gift, a gift. actually maybe we should bring schnapps from our homeland to your homeland and they're probably not as used to it as they are just drinking the vodka all night I guess that makes um, sense because we are not, we will be German, not Russian. So, yes, it might make more sense for schnapps. We find quality schnapps around here? <laughs> it'll, it'll be expensive, but. Put perhaps... it on my tab. Find something. We'll, we'll find something. Yeah, so put it on your tab. Then. Yeah, we'll go to an import shop. It'll be something they don't have often because it's fancy and that speaks of German nationalism. Exactly. Yeah, speaking of German nationalism, we should all probably, as awful as it is, brush up on nationalist right-wing yeah. garbage nonsense just to have talking points with people at this party. Uh, as far it as did. I can tell, and, you know, my clientele included people of broad political backgrounds, uh, you can say almost anything stupid and hateful and it'll fit into the broad rubric as long as, you know, it's not about 
I mean, you can even say anti-Christian things because paganism is also German nationalism for some of them. As long as it's against people who aren't blonde-eyed and blue-haired, you're pretty much all right. Although some slogans, I mean, again, they have, we have a fatherland, they have a motherland. Wouldn't it be nice if they could make some baby lands together? I think they called it the Soviet bloc. Mm -hmm. um, do we need to be concerned about our occupations? What if they ask us what they do, what we do, particularly mm -hmm. because we're we have been in the paper, and you can't say I'm a horror writer. That's it's true. Well, I mean, Petra's in international trade. We could all be in international trade because that sounds shifty and potent. Someone could be and a doctor. <laughs> you say international trade, and that usually does not invite prying questions from people who are in the know. So, suggestive no. questions, maybe, but yeah, I think you can explain that. Yeah, you, that you can just go to, oh, import, export. Yes. Exactly. Just code for I've told you all I'm going to. Attaché yeah. is at the local consulate general. Yeah. <laughs> I need to get my German accent back. Since we've been in Russia, I have been able to uh, embrace my Russian side more. Sure. Uh, the sure. the documents that we receive—they're in our names, or a slightly adjusted version of their names. Yeah, they're fake names. They're completely fake names. Yeah. Okay. Let's all choose fake names. Bob. Perhaps, perhaps, John, you should choose a far more German name for your fake identity as a German national. <laughs> My name is Jürgen. And probably not Jewish German. <laughs> That's true. Lieberman. <laughs> no no Steinmessers. Oh, I can't. Um, oh, that's perfect. <coughs> I'm going to, I'm going to be, uh, Heinz uh, Adler. Heinz Adler. Adler means eagle. So mm -hmm. very in keeping. Heinz, Hans. Uh. <laughs> Helke. <coughs> Heinz Adler is in uh, oh, import export. I deal a lot with the Mediterranean markets. Remember, too, what information you're trying to find out. Arms dealer might be. Uh... Well, then they might ask yeah. if I know so-and-so and such-and-such, -and, -such, and I'll be like. Mur. "We, What if we are import-export businessmen looking into getting I, into arms? Yeah. I will be Gunter Block. Sure. 
You don't want to put another parenthesis down there to help us remember. Uh, I will, don't worry. <laughs> one more. What's one more? What is one more? Of course, we, if, we, if we spend three hours this afternoon preparing our fake identities and talking points, they're just going to want to talk about our pets. <laughs> Do you have a puppy? I have a puppy. Well, I am now going to. Well, we can move on if you want yes. the next day. All right. We'll say that you've got you've got a good solid background story. Um, you've got. Is there anything since you have some communication lines with uh, uh, Colonel Selivanova? Uh, uh, Selivanova. Uh, um, is there anything you want to ask her? before you go into this? There wasn't any particular new information uh, in about the Gemeinschaft and what she sent over? No. All right. Um, Speaking volumes of her competency and uh, levels of assistance. Yeah. Um, Oh. How, about, how about a list of what did the previous operatives do so we know what not to do? Um, oh, you mean the ones that were infiltrating? Yeah, the ones they the ones were probably more on a professional level, like uh, like secretary or uh, you know filing clerk, things like that that were put into place, and some of them might still be in place. The problem, John, is when KGB go into, I say, deep cover, sometimes it gets a bit too uh, real, and some people actually embrace their cover and get too involved and too invested. So we might uh, come across some turncoats. And, uh, so. You're saying it's we have to be uh, on the lookout for Stockholm Syndrome in the world yes. of espionage? Mm-hmm. It happens. Sometimes a good slap around the face works, but it not only happens one percent out of the nine hundred. Let's just hope that none of the people who were sent to infiltrate <laughs> and turned around happen to know you personally. Uh, that would be not. rather embarrassing. I have been gone for a while now. Uh, they're most so likely nice. sent. They're most likely sent newer recruits. It tends to be. A thing. Or we'll get to the big party and the second speaker on the dais will be your wife. <laughs> that would be uh, that would be a funny thing. And that she would be a lictor. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. She can be a cold hot cow. <laughs> hey, lictors, lictors can love too. And she had my children. Maybe. So. <laughs> Can lictors have children? <laughs> I, I, don't want, I don't want to know the biology involved in that kind of. Oh, thing. it's too, too late. I already got you picturing it. Go. I've won. So <laughs> make it keep it together all now. <laughs> Is there any purpose uh, in in golf and trying to uh, write a scenario with the? of the Slava headquarters again, or... I don't know what... if that would do any good. And it brings... and it brings risk. I don't know if, yeah. if it's no, worth the risk. We're going to be seeing it soon enough with any luck. Uh, again, when I looked at it, there was nothing... 
overtly menacing or weird about the place. So right. I think whatever whatever darkness is lurking in the sense of the incarnates and Jagidiel, it's elsewhere. Yeah, which furthers the idea that Solanova already has the Strelkov is nowhere near the headquarters. Um, where were we supposed to meet this Dr. Grigorovich? I think at the headquarters. At the headquarters. At the headquarters. There's the, when I when I peered into it, there was a hospital wing in there. Oh right. Oh nothing nothing sinister about that at all. Yeah, nothing supernaturally sinister. There was a sign there was a sign that said Foundation for the Research of Wartime Trauma Disorders. Oh trauma. Sounds like Chigidiel kindergarten, basically. Grigorovich has no public uh, business. He works instead at an institute that studies trauma disorder. And that means there might be people in the very traumatized people. Yeah. And who could be dangerous. (laughs) Very dangerous. And there might be somebody that we're having lunch with who specializes in traumatizing people. Okay, yes. And there could be people that we see and speak to who were helped. And they could snap. I have been on the bad end of someone who had a very traumatic experience and snap. You know, I think we should probably open one of these bottles of schnapps this evening and make sure it's good before we offer it to our hosts tomorrow evening. Yes, Ingolf, you can... Ingolf, you can have a little, <laughs> just a little bit. Okay, maybe a little more than a little bit. Thank you, I Andre. Be, I will I be appreciate watching. Appreciate that you've given me your consent and permission. I see you as my child, Ingolf. For me to drink, <laughs> yeah. I have been away from my children for a very, very, very long time. <laughs> All right. So let's assume the day goes, the evening comes, the next morning comes, uh, and you are scheduled to go in around 9 a.m. and meet. Um, As it was in your vision, as it was uh, the way you saw it, um, it's a, it was, it's like a former Tsarist palace that was converted at some point into kind of a hospital. Um, The signage for the trauma center is still up, but there's also a sign next to it that says uh, uh, the people's movement, Slava. Um, You go inside and there is a secretary. She greets you. She says, oh yes, um, are are you the guests that we've been expecting? Yes, the visitors from Berlin. Uh, excellent. Please have a seat, and I will get uh, Dr. Grigorovich. Uh, just as a side, I rolled a 15 on my chameleon. Well, overall, I got a 15 on my chameleon. Okay. So. Nobody will recognize you then. No. All right. So after a few moments, uh, the secretary comes back. She's got a smile on her face, and she goes to sit down. This, uh, this gentleman comes in. He's uh, a little bit hefty. Um, he has uh, little round glasses, making him look very insect-like. Uh, uh, as he comes in, he has a big smile on his face. He says, ah, my friends, he says, I heard you were coming. 
Uh, I am uh, Dr. Fyodor uh, Grigorovich. And he shakes your hands. Just, uh, welcome, welcome. Thank you. This is my most magnificent building. And John, this is the guy with the darkness around him. Was it you who saw him? Uh, it, it was, was me. It was oh, me. I'm sorry. Ingolf, yeah. it's it's the guy with darkness. Right. Him. Although I was planning on, because my enhanced awareness is about locations rather than like uh, Deatrix magical awareness is for people. Now that we're inside the place, I was going to have a look around and see if I spot anything weird here. From here, nothing. <laughs> but you probably do get a feeling that there's going to be something, uh, something dark in this place. Like in um, the insane asylum, maybe not that dark, but there's definitely not a pleasant place. It seems pleasant. It's very opulent and it's very put forward. My hidden inferno it, sense is tingling. Yeah. Um, Are we going to essentially hand wave language issues? Yeah. We'll just assume that we're all speaking. Um, Esperanto. Uh, he says, uh, he says, I'm, I'm so glad to have, uh, Recently heard about uh, your windfall at uh, Germanische Germeinschaft. Um, uh, and of course, saddened by the death of uh, uh, the three or three leaders at the uh, Slavic Association. Yes, it was but, quite the tragedy. But their strength has now become yours. Let's remember our fallen comrades when we celebrate our victory for the insight. No. Oh, and we brought a little something for a toast. Oh, lovely, lovely. He takes that. He says, well, let me uh, let me show you around. Uh, so he um, starts showing you around the facility. Uh, for the most part, the bottom story is um, kind of what you'd expect. There's, you know, offices for secretaries. Um you do notice that one of the offices is for uh, what's his name? Um, oh, is he? Uh, the previous uh, fellow, uh, Lubov. Leskov, right? Uh, Leskov, or, yeah. Anyways, um, uh, but there's nobody there at the moment. Uh, he introduces you to a fellow named Bitov. And another man named uh, Menshikov, uh, uh, Bitov, he explains, uh, is a geo genealogical researcher. Um, oh, of course, since we're work. very, in, we're all very interested in uh, Tsarist Russia, so uh, uh, being able to tie oneself to, uh, you know, previous uh, members of the uh, aristocracy in Russia is important to us. And you can see he's got like a portrait on the wall of some ancestor that's very big. It's very, uh, it's very fitting that you t reclaimed this proud building of a civilization away, indeed. From the, away from the rabble that claimed it. I mean, when, it's, when it comes down to it, we hope to reclaim it all, you know, re return it to the glory that it once had. Yes, everything and, uh, has gotten so decadent and backwards these days. Even well, it's so ugly. Yes, I mean, there's the nothing art. uglier than Stalinist uh, Russia. It's yes. very true. 
the, sure. uh, the aesthetics of our time are telling of a, of a poor, poor state of our culture at present. Uh, and Menchikov, I'm sorry, your specialty? Um, he is a history, military history, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, and uh, is interested in the various methods of training uh, for, uh, you know, the military. Uh, there have been a number of, you know, in Russian history, there have been quite a lot of different military units that have been trained in various ways. And, and uh, Grigorovich kind of interrupts him and says he can talk about this all day. Yeah, um, perhaps we'll have the opportunity. Uh, perhaps later, yeah, we could. you can go to lunch. Um, so as, as Grigorovich is showing you around, he does take you up to the second level. Um, which is more offices and things like that. But there does seem to be an area he's avoiding, the medical area that you had before. And uh, if you inquire, he just says, well, that's, that's kind of off limits. It's, uh, it's out of use, he says. Um, uh, talking about uh, the various, he seems optimistic about something, but perhaps we're going to be able to, uh, you know, uh, overcome adversity and uh, uh, bring Mother Russia back to uh, its former glory. Um, we've acquired uh, the influ- influence with uh, within the Russian military recently. Um, he mentions General Strelkov. Uh, he's taken up our cause. Soon enough, we'll have sympathizers in all the regiments across Russia. Uh, everything will get sorted out. And he looks at you kind of knowingly. Yes, it is good to have friends in the right places. So he shows you around. He shows you, talks a little bit about the history and, and what, what their, their ideology is. But eventually he says, well, he says, I'm afraid this morning I do have some things that I need to take care of. Uh, we're having a little get-together tonight. Some key members of Slava will be here. We'd love it if you would join us at 8 o'clock tonight. 8 o'clock. Will you honor That'd us? That would be more marvelous. Yeah. Excellent. We love, love to meet brothers and sisters in the movement. Excellent. There'll be quite a lot of celebration, if you, if you know what I mean. Um, uh, perhaps uh, you 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 spoke with uh, Menshikov. Perhaps he'll take you out to lunch. Um, and he sort of walks you back down towards that area. And, and Menshikov is like very happy to uh, take you to lunch. D- delighted to meet you, Herr Dr. Gregorovich. I will, we'll see you tonight. Thank you. Um, basically, Menshikov takes you to lunch, uh, and he talks about military history and the different methods of training. And he really, he's a nerd. He can go on and on about it and, and various things. And, um, I try to get a little information from him about, I'm going I'm to brag that the Gemeinschaft's numbers have been growing, that there's been a sort of social t- turn and we have increasing membership. How's, how is Slava doing? Oh, we're expanding? doing very well, very well. Um, uh, communism never really... You know, swept through our country and took it over. There's always been opposition to uh, communism. Um, the uh, KGB uh, act uh, in a manner that is quite, you know, underhanded and uh, 
I mean, so many people disappear in the middle of the night and uh, they don't want to, uh, people don't want to uh, admit their uh, affiliation uh, mm. with the SARS, the SARists. But I'll tell you the truth. Most of the, uh, most of the political officials and stuff like that, they go out in the middle of the night and they get their children baptized, mm-hmm. despite the fact that they claim to be uh, communists. Uh, and that's okay, you know. Uh, Sometimes subterfuge is necessary. You know, we've done a great deal to, to go back to the way it was. After all, we were this way for a thousand years. The communism's barely, you know, 60 years old. Uh, he also mentions that, uh, yeah, that there's definitely something coming. They're working with uh, with Strokov in the military, um, and you, of course, know that uh, uh, we've been passing weaponry to uh, to Germanische Germeinschaft for their own use in their own military coup for Germany. And so hopefully everything goes smoothly. Yes, uh, we're hoping that uh, the recent influx of money and with your assistance, we'll be able to move more quickly than we hoped. So you actually have a delicious, very pleasant lunch, um, maybe a little squirmy with this guy. Uh, but uh, eventually he gives you his leave. It's late afternoon. And you've got a few hours before the party starts. Did you want to do anything? You've got a good layout in your mind of how things are and where the rooms where you're not supposed to go. Yes, I, I would I would I would love to when the party's underway to take a look at where we're not supposed to go. I would also watch this is my special. I'm interested to find, I always hated having to talk to buyers who I found loathsome as people, but stringing that creep along over lunch was kind of enjoyable. There's something about lying to somebody that you might be in still combat with in the near future that gave me a little bit of a tickle. Yes, Adler, it is very, very <laughs> interesting conversation. That's right, Herr Bloch. Yes. Would you like to see a magic trick, Adler? Certainly. I get a deck of cards that I am carrying, and you know what? I'm going to do an act under pressure. <laughs> I know it's not for nothing. It's just, let's see. Uh, I rolled a 13, so... Pretty good, you know, for up-close magic. You can see that you've come along. Maybe not tonight at the party. <laughs> no, 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 no. I took the name because I met a, an ancestor who mentioned the Gunter Block, went on a train journey once upon a time. Interesting. Yeah, it's good to have something, a mnemonic, to help you with that sort of thing. Yes. Uh, we have a plan for the evening. Yeah. Um. We so, don't. We didn't get shown the grand ballroom or anything. We don't know where in Slava this get together is going to be. Um. Yeah, actually, you did. It's upstairs. There is a uh, a large. Uh, it, it's not quite as grand as you might imagine, but it's definitely a big, big room where they they've been setting things up. 
Right. And so we know where its relationship is to the medical wing and the exits and things. So that's right. Okay. We've got that. So we should probably, if we, we should, once we actually get to the event, we should all spread out and try to talk to as many people as possible. That way, if one person like Andre or Petra sneaks off to go look through we're not suddenly five to four or five right. to three. That's yeah. a good idea. And the more of these goons we talk to, the better, the more likely that somebody's gonna say something. Well, you, you have you have people like Grigorovich, who, you know, to people who he believes are fellow insiders, he still talks in that kind of evasive around the bush way, but you have people mm -hmm. like Mitchikov that will just come out and say things. Yeah. So. It's good to talk and especially to because some of the people come in from farther afield might be running their own little operations and want to show off in the big city to a foreigner. We, we might be able to actually get some actionable information. They want, you know, their own delusions make them actually a kind of easier to talk to. Um, are you two going to go in armed or do you suppose there'll be bodyguards at the Slava event? I would. Uh, was there anything would, like a metal just, detector or guards when we went into the building in the first place? Sorry, was that a question for me? Yes. Um, not particularly. I mean, it wasn't know. like Germanisha Germine shaft was kind of heavily armed, but right, right. I'd learn and. Everyone, uh, I uh, I will carry a weapon. They might take it off me and keep it to one side, but they mm. might not. It depends on. You have plenty of, plenty of excuse for having one. I mean, the Germanischaft people strike me as those who would exactly carry no, weapons on them, or you know, they need to defend themselves against. Yeah, I, these people don't like the KGB, so. Yeah, as long as the weapon wasn't say a soviet issue sort of thing that would be a marker mm -hmm. it might actually be completely if they were to pat you down and find it you could say ah oh, you know it, we can never be too safe that well the, the one i the betrayer is around have, us the one i have at the moment i'd like is germany issue so uh, yeah all right then and then they might come in handy they certainly have from the past uh, and uh i um i can do the thinking off I can, I'm probably the more used to it. I was right. wondering whether John should also investigate the area. Yes, we could. I was, I was thinking of carousing with some of the uh, the folks at the party and see if I could get them away to a somewhere a bit more private and see if they're, you know, like pillow talk, loose loose lips and the like. Classic John. Classic, classic, classic Neff, you mean? I think, I think John. Yeah, John's interpersonal skills. All right. Like, so if I slink away with with Andre, I mean, I also have some capacity of seeing things that are hidden. I I think you should. Neither it is Block, by the way. My name is Block. Also, also I don't know. I don't know if Andre could tolerate sneaking off and leaving me out of his sight. And a Papa party Andre, with, yes. with vodka flowing like water, it's true. 
Uh, oh, sorry. So Schneider and Bloch will look for an opportunity to go investigating. Kneff is going to be looking for someone seducible. Uh, and I guess uh, Hoopshire and I will just keep visible. And uh, I'm also going to, of course, see if there's anything non-human right. that stands out. I can schmooze myself as well. So maybe we can get some information. Yeah, if you can right. give me heads up, if there isn't any, if there is someone that's not human, then before I put my dick in it, that would be very much. <laughs> <laughs> hey, remember what I was saying about lictors and love, John? No. Could be married to one. <laughs> All right. No. So the evening comes. Uh, you arrive a few minutes before eight. Your uh, taxi drops you off. Um, it's quite. Uh, gala they've uh they've got lights out and they've uh you can see people in nice your suits and uh ladies in dresses and uh as you come inside you're almost immediately met by uh menshikov from earlier and he says oh you made it how wonderful see um, you again my friend let me uh, let me show you around and introduce you to some people. Delighted. So uh, we brought some more schnapps. Oh, wonderful! Um, I hope you like vodka because there's. Of um, it's basically it's vodka and sandwiches and uh, and uh, you know uh, smoked meats and things like that that are some things. But it's kind of a soiree. People are walking around mostly. Um, uh, Grigorovich comes and joins you for a bit. He walks around. You start being introduced to various people. You don't recognize anyone. Um, but everyone's friendly, and you know some of them talk about other things besides their social stuff. But a lot of them talk about you know various plans. Um, is it a? Is it a? very masculine group or is it fairly diverse well by gender there are definitely a, a larger proportion of men um and a lot of the women uh, are arm in arm with one of the men sure so you don't know if they're escorts or if they're actually their wives um some of them are definitely wives you know. the, yeah, the wives are the people who are age appropriate, and the pretty ones are not the wives. Yeah, the pretty ones with the potato men—they're—they're uh, they're obviously paid, um, but for the most part, they're all very fairly friendly. <coughs> um, would like you guys to observe the situation. Yes. Not, not these Eight. eyes. Nine. Seventeen. I have. Block is on the ball. So, um, Andre, um, you seem to know how to ask the right questions without sounding suspicious. Um, you get a couple of pieces of information. One is that Grigorovich hasn't been here more than a couple of weeks. And that 
the people are a little bit nervous talking about Grigorovich. Um, because almost as if he were an outsider who was put into the position by somebody higher up. And there's a little bit of jealousy there. And, and they feel that he's a little more sinister than what they expected, but nobody questions it. Um, Strelkov, um, people are pretty closed mouth about Strelkov. Uh, nobody knows where he is. Um, something else that comes up that's kind of interesting is um, the guy who was in charge of this facility uh, before Grigorovich seems to have disappeared right around the same time, but they don't find that unusual. They think he was transferred to Kiev. At least that's the answer you get. Um, but none of them seem to know that for sure. Mm. Um, so the evening goes on. Right about 9.30, um, Grigorovich comes over and um, excuses himself. He says he has some business to take care of this evening. Um, but that you should enjoy the party and continue, uh, you know, to enjoy yourselves. And he disappears. You don't know where he goes off somewhere. Um, by 10 o'clock, everybody is happily partly drunk. Um, so you have a little bit more uh, leeway in questions that you might ask. I big Chinese whispers almost. I will relay inf the information that I gathered to the other four, but one at a time and not. Or okay. I'll tell one. That's Chinese whispers. You you can all investigate, since that's really what you're doing. Can I? This, this sounds like more time to score. What was that? Uh, I was going to say, can I, can I use my charisma for this? Because normally investigate is reasoning but since these are a lot of social interactions gonna use charisma yeah we'll, we'll let you use that you can be charming that is a 15. Okay. also got a 15. get it i got a nine that time you guys sort of spread out a little and you're mingling and you're laughing and you're, you're getting to know these people and you're, you know, applying them for information in a very subtle manner. Um, something that we'll say that Ingolf gets it. Um, just one moment. Um, somebody says uh, there's there's a couple of people that are in the the military, and um, they're they're quite drunk, and they've uh, they they are talking about you know their their conditions, and you know they're not bad. Uh, they've been in the military for some while, but ever since Strelkov has taken over. Um, a lot of them are being reassigned, and 
it doesn't make much sense to them why they're being reassigned to things that seem more like city planning than uh, than military guard duty or or things like that. Um, and one of them, when he's talking about it, he says, "Oh, he says, oh yeah, they're um, they're demolishing part of Leningrad and planning on doing rebuilding." Um, they've transferred people from the army bases down there. It's probably just for good publicity, they say. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll give you that. They tell you the area that they are, that the, the demolition and the rebuilding is supposed to be. Is it, and is it, it with a... Uh... There was a particular orphanage that used to be there. Yeah, that whole block yeah. is going to be redone. <sighs> I was thinking it was where a certain water source had uh, suddenly got an outbreak of cholera. All right. So now you've gotten, everybody's gotten drunk enough that you feel that you can wander. People are naturally wandering around. So you can also wander around. I'd, I'd like to employ magical intuition and see if there's anybody here that might be suspicious still, although our main guy has gone. Uh, 11 plus, uh, oh, no, just 11. Oh, no, it's right, right plus soul. Oh, so 14. So I have two, two of the suggested questions, and I want to see if, something in the ballroom has a magical nature first um down here i mean over you're up on the second floor uh there is nothing that seems un unusual um you get definitely the feeling that these people are followers they're uh they're being led by somebody who's not directly present um and possibly towards something very dark but none of these people have any ill intentions. Right. Um, nothing magical. Knaf nothing good. magical. Uh, and is there uh, an area where the illusion is weaker toward other dimensions that I can sense from here? It's just a feeling, but something from that medical area yeah. definitely sticks in your mind it, it, it calls to your attention yeah so again knef you're good to go uh block and schneider yeah it's there's it's spooky over there so be careful uh and uh, i'm gonna kind of keep an eye on menshikov because you know he was assigned to us a little bit uh huh. And so, you know, if I see him looking around or anything, I'll corral him and offer a toast. Menshikov is an easy one because he seems very, he likes to talk. He likes to talk history. He tells the same stories over and over to different people that he meets along. So he's a, he's a gabby goose and he's drunk. Right. 
I'm going to ask him actually if he has any idea where Grigorovich had to run off to during such a fine party. Oh, I don't know. He's probably somewhere around. He's not visiting Strelkov, though. No, no, Strelkov's not here. Strelkov is, oh, probably, probably somewhere nearby, maybe the uh, army base or, or something like that. Uh, I, I hope while we're around, we'll have a chance to meet him. He seems a great man. Oh, well, uh, not, not many people know much about him. Uh, you know, the higher ups put people in place and, uh, they don't exactly ask peons like us. True, true. But we have to have command authority after all. Indeed, indeed uh, we do. Would you introduce me to those people over there? And oh, sure, sure. And he introduces you to those people. They're all very overly friendly and drunk. And while Diedrich is doing that, I think I will slip out into the ballroom. Okay. I will be following Schneider. Keeping an eye on him. Okay. Um, where did you want to go? Uh, first, um, perhaps we should go look into some offices to see if we can't find any paperwork about, you know, them yes. smuggling weapons. Okay. Something, something for the KGB, just to stay in their good graces, and then we can go look into the medical board. That makes sense. Um, there are you. You can see from the names on the door there are a number of offices, including uh, uh, Grigorovich's office, uh, uh, Ubov's office. <laughs> Excuse me. The uh, Bitov and, and uh, what's his name were downstairs, I think. Uh, Grigorovich is not in his office. His office is dark. No. Okay. Andre, do you know how to pick locks? Uh, I have done this before. It's been a few years, but I can give it a go. Anything for you, my dear Schneider. All right. I, I guess. Uh, could, would it be acting the pressure? Uh, no, just investigate. Fifteen. Okay. <laughs> I was say, how the hell did you get fifty? He has 50? a lot of bonuses. You, you, you know what? I, you know, I times this by that and times that by that. You know. He doesn't want All to right. embarrass himself in front of the boy. <laughs> exactly. It's my not embarrassing in front of Ingo for all. I get to times everything by twenty-five. So when you get into Grigorovich's office, um. You can see that there is an old sign that says uh, 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 Veselvlad uh, Kostodiev, 
who was probably, you've heard him mentioned before, he's the guy who disappeared and they think is in Kiev. So this is his office, but it's Dragorovich's office now. There's a large disk, a desk. Um, there's a couple of easy chairs. Uh, there is a bunk bed uh, in a corner. Uh, and when you look at it, you're pretty sure. I mean, there are, uh, um, what do I want to say, uh, straps on the bed that could be used to secure somebody down. Um, the walls otherwise are covered in bookcases. Uh, the Looking at the literature, it's all about brainwashing, torture, interrogation. Um, there are journals uh, and uh, uh, and uh, and things in Russian, German, English, French, um, and uh, yeah, and it looks like he has done things in here, maybe. Yikes! Is there are there any documents? I mean, beyond all the books, like papers. Um, there is a membership registry, uh, which has listed names and members of Slava, um, and it has uh, uh, where where they are normally at and contact information. There are a large number of people uh, from the Air Force Base F three. Uh, which is just outside of Moscow that are listed. Uh, let's see. There are binders in Grigorovich's room um, that, uh, that shows uh, his various experiments on prisoners uh and uh and that they have been carried out both on these premises and at the air force base um uh do a spot hidden <laughs> damn it um yeah, I'll just give 15 it to you. investigate <laughs> it's easier to just give it to you but as you're looking through that, and it's it's pretty horrible. I mean that that he's been experimenting on people. There are a few of them, three or four that you find, that are not signed by Grigorovich. They're signed by Harkholm. Um, there are also. Uh, there are also some notes talking about handing over some of the patients to Harcomb after completing the tests. Doesn't say what the tests are. Uh, but it does seem like they're still alive. Good God. Okay. So they are in league with our deaf magician friend and he quotes around friend 
but nothing. Okay, so do we we I want to take? Do we take a binder? You have to decide. It's definitely physical evidence that they're yeah that they're doing yeah. terrible things. Yeah, I'm just thinking of and the membership registry. Do we grab the registry? That seems. I think we just take take the stuff. Does it office just this? Does an office this size not have a photocopier? I mean, a, a business that's been in 1991. I'll I'll give you that. There'll be a there'll be like a a, a small copy machine. Okay, okay, we'll make we'll make copies of the registry and we'll take a binder. The one with okay. the park home stuff in it. Okay. Yes. As as uh, yeah, because you said it had stuff from Hark home and from. This from Gregorovich, right? Okay. Um, uh, John, what do you want? I'm going to channel my inner quagmire. I'm going to go and see if there's anyone here that looks vaguely, vaguely pullable. Uh, preferably one of the ones that uh, there's a big age gap, or at least more noticeable age gap between the um, them and their military pimp that's uh, paid them for the evening. Okay. So you're actually going to go for one of the escorts? Yeah, because I'm thinking that they're probably they're probably more easier game than the, than the wives. Okay. Um, that shouldn't be that hard. Because once they, everybody starts getting drunk, the men are laughing and smoking cigars and not paying that close of attention. And the women are kind of neglected. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, you grab a pretty one. And uh, she gets the impression you want to sneak off somewhere and mm -hmm. do something. Yeah, if if she's if she's reading that into it, then that's exactly what I want. Okay, so that's what she okay. does. She goes off with you. Yeah, I'll be making small talk of, of like, well, hopefully I've uh, rescued you from spending too long a time with uh, someone as old and old and stuffy as that. Oh well, honey, I. Uh... I, you know, don't really pay that close of attention to who the person is that I'm with as long as they pay me. <laughs> oh, but surely there's more, more interesting people to be around and more better ways to have a fun time. Um, if you want to make love to her, she's willing. You're much handsomer than... Pick a room! Okay. Mm -hmm. Um... What are you after? What do you want to gain? Well, my intention is thinking that when I get it to open up, that has they has she heard anything that this guy said that maybe gives an idea of where they've been and if they've met our fellow incarnate um, uh, Strykoff or whatever his name was. Um. Okay, she doesn't know much of anything. She's hired for the evening. Um, but she mentions that her date keeps talking about Leningrad and something that's going to happen there. But she doesn't really, I'm not really into politics, she says. And best, best way to be okay. Um, Petra and Dietrich. 
So I'm going to try to use my advantage forked tongue to kind of schmooze up to the person who looks at least the most senior in this room, the rank wise, not. Okay. Um, you know, just, uh, I'll start with the, the compliments and, you know, this is, um, you know, a lovely building. I agree with your mission, you know, et cetera, et cetera, puff them up. And then, uh, let's see. Oh, Ooh. Okay. So I got 16, which means he trusts me to the okay. point where I actually have a relationship point with him now. Okay. He actually finds you very attractive and somewhat mysterious. <laughs> and so, yeah, he, um, he confirms a lot of this information. No, <laughs> sorry. Um, he uh, admits that uh, the doctor, Dr. Gregorovich, occasionally does things to people. And so everybody's a little afraid of him. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to come at his. Harcone's name kind of casually, if I can. Um, you know, af- after, after the drinks have flowed a little bit more, and I feel like the relationship is more established. Oh, um, Nigel Harcone. Um, yes, he's here occasionally. Uh, Though I haven't seen him this evening. He seems like a very mysterious man. Do you know anything about him? Um, Strange fellow. Rather handsome. uh, But handsome like a a beautiful snake. Um, Somewhat alluring. Somewhat, uh, you know, hypnotic. But Mm -hmm. uh, a, a, a dangerous one who smiles and smiles. I see. He says um, he thinks he has sort of a cult following. He's into some strange things. Anyone here who follows him? Well, I don't know. He tends to hang around Grigorovich a bit, Mm. but I don't know. I don't know what they do in private. All right. So what's next? What what people are even drunker? I think Dietrich, you were gonna get to him as well. Oh uh, Dietrich. I think I'm you know, I've my job is to make sure that uh Menchikov doesn't pay attention to anything, but he's so far gone that I can just yeah. sort of work more about avoiding Menchikov. He's he's sitting in a chair and starting to fall asleep. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't think, my impression is that nobody here knows anything and I'm not going to leave the room to look for physical evidence. We've left that in other hands. So I'm just keeping, just social butterflying, saying the occasional gross thing and getting a hearty toast in return. Uh, Maybe I'll ask, has, 
Uh, okay, has Menshikov introduced me to anybody with a military rank? Probably, yeah. All right. So in that case, I'll uh, I'll try to um, manipulate. I'll, I'll I'll approach that person. Talk about potential arms shipments. You know, we've recently come into a bit of a windfall due to that cruel terrorist attack. Uh, do you know if, uh, if there's anything in the offing? We could really, we, you know, we have a lot of small arms, but we could use some sort of grenade sort of things. Uh, and my uh, advantage of crafty might be used. Well, I'll just say that you find it difficult to discuss it with him only because he's drunk. Right. And he says, oh, of course we have, we can work that out. Right. What was your name? You know, but. Uh, yeah. I remember Heinz Adler, I, I, I'll give him a card and say, I'll talk to him individually. All right. But I didn't expect it. I can, can move on. Um, you were all at various places in the party. Um, Oh, and or in rooms somewhere in the in the place. Um, the noise of the party begins to die down a bit just because people are drunk, but they're still occasionally laughing. And, you know, there's music playing in that main room, that ballroom. I can hear the sound of, you know, glasses clinking and, and dinner plates being dropped on the floor by drunk people and so forth. But you all get the impression every once in a while, you think you hear somebody screaming. Um, it's a man's voice that you hear screaming. But it's there's such a din, you know, it, it takes a... It definitely is coming from somewhere upstairs. So for those of us that are in the offices upstairs, do we hear it better? <laughs> You hear it better, yeah. You're pretty sure it's coming from the medical area. Well, I look around at all the books in this office and the horrible bunk bed and the binders. I say, yeah, I was, I think we should go. I don't know what else we're going to, I don't know what else we could find here that will be any more valuable than what we already have. I think we need to. Hurry fairly quick. So is there is there room in this so after making making the copies of the Slava membership records? Uh-huh. Is there are they is there enough room in this binder to fit those all in as well? Sure. Okay. So put those in the binder as well and then take the binder sure. with me and I will follow Andre towards the medical leading I, I having my gun out because screams I think are a good time to have your gun out okay um who you start heading towards the medical you said how about the rest of you you want to investigate the noise I feel like I probably should after I've finished up Okay. I feel, I feel like at least some of us should stay behind to kind of keep, keep the presence, keep ourselves well, visible. At the moment, you're not all aware of where everyone is. You're all kind of split up around the room. 
So it's just a question of whether you want to investigate what you think the noise is. I, as far as I understood things, uh, we were we were sending people to the medical wing, and unless the scream sounded like uh, Knaff, Schneider, or Bloch, then I'm hoping they're on their way. Okay. I'm armed, so I will go. I feel like that's important. Okay. And uh, John? Oh, yeah, as far as I'm aware, that I don't know they're going. So if, if I've heard something, I'm going to have a look. Okay. But Dietrich, you're going to stay downstairs, you said. Okay. So you all find yourselves in the upper halls of the building, and you all come upon one another as you're heading towards the medical wing. Um, it's intermittent, but you definitely can hear a man yelling. Uh, and it sounds like he's being tortured. It sounds like he's in pain. So that's um, one of you two then. Well, yeah. You get to the door to the medical wing and it's not locked. Um, you open up the door and there is a bit of darkness just because the front, like this is the front office of it. It's dark, but there are walls with glass petitions and you can see that um, in another room, uh, there is a man strapped down to a medical table. And uh, you can see Dr. Grigorovich um, standing over him. Uh, and it looks like he's just injected him with some sort of injection. And he's taking notes as as he's doing this you also notice that there's a fellow standing next to him uh who looks like he's maybe in his late 20s uh he's got blonde hair um uh kind of loose fitting but sort of stylish clothing on uh, doc dr gregorovich is in a lab coat does this guy look like a certain Englishman that I've seen in my dreams? Yeah, you think so. I leave very quickly because he might recognize me. Okay. Um, I would like you all to, or those of you who are coming into the room, I'd like you to, I'd like you to do an investigate role. That'll work. I, I hope someone I, else because the six does not help. <laughs> Investigate is a 12. Petra, you said five? Five. Okay. <laughs> oh, I lied. An 11. My investigating is okay. not so good. <laughs> um, Petra accidentally. Uh, you make a noise. You uh, knock over a trash can that's uh, a small you know, waste paper basket or something like that. Gregorovich looks up from his notes and he looks out. He's kind of looking into the darkness of it, but he can see your guys' silhouette against the door. And he goes, no, 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 you can't be in here, you damn lousy drunks. You need to, to go. And he starts moving towards you. Oh, well, um, wave and step back back drunk <laughs> just um very quickly though he comes forward and he recognizes you 
And he says, well, why are you here? What are you doing here? Like, we're, we're in the middle of, uh, and he stops and he's staring at you, uh, mainly because Andre has his gun out. This is true. I, uh, I, I will speak. I do a part, I will put it away. I do um, apologize. I heard, I heard screams. The other fellow comes into the room and he says, wait, wait a moment here. And uh, he steps forward and he's looking directly at Ingolf. And uh, he he says to Grigorovich, he says, just go back, go back. Let me talk to this fellow. And so uh, he goes he goes back to what he was doing. And he looks at you, Ingolf, and he goes, you do understand that in the great victory, you're going to be Chigidiel's slave. It's not everyone. And he points right at your forehead who aligns himself with Chigidiel in this manner. He says, quite foolish. Well, it wasn't all that intentional. Oh? He says, surely you are expecting a place in the liberated Leningrad. Well, of course. I I assume Andre is slowly pulling his gun back out. <laughs> very, very slow. <laughs> he, he smiles at you and he says, who are you? Uh, I'm an admirer of certain lines of work, yours included, if you are uh. who I think you are. Who do you think that I am? Uh, you're a man with many names and many talents. You're the ones. You're the ones from Berlin, aren't you? Hmm. That's very interesting. And he takes a step back like he's going to flee. Uh, and he turns uh, like he's going to run into the other room and he simply fades away into the air. And uh, Grigorovich looks out and he's like, this is very, uh, uh, I'm going to raise the alarm. And uh, <laughs> I feel like I've got <laughs> You can do that, and we'll, uh, well, let's see how you do. Uh, <laughs> let's see. My violence is my best stat. So <laughs> Engage in combat. 16. Okay. Um, you inflict damage on your opponent. Uh, the gun goes off. You hit Grigorovich in the shoulder. He spins and falls. And that's where we'll end it until next week. <laughs> Maybe I should. <laughs> so now we want to do our up, upkeep. Yeah. Well, we all get a point for infiltrating Slava. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, I have a feeling of what my next dramatic hook should be. <laughs> 
I should get this binder <laughs> <laughs> to the lictor. <laughs> mine, is, mine is to shut this guy up. <laughs> I think I, I think I get a point for stalking an incarnate. I'm pretty sure that he's at this Air Force base that I got a drunkard to talk about. Or at least that's an impression that I gained from an attempt. Okay. Found Jonathan uh, Westlake slash Joel Harco. What, how does he spell that name? Probably lost him again. Harcomb? H, oh, hold on, I just closed the book. H A R K O N E, I'm assuming. No. Lightning fast. I, I thought it was, but now I think it's O L M. Oh, he disappeared. <laughs> it's something tells, something tells me Death Magician has probably got tricks up his sleeve to, uh, to get around that. Yeah. H A R C O M B E. Okay. Nigel. Actually, I'm pretty sure Death Magicians can literally block bullets anyway. Okay, right. So, yes, you, we did temporarily find Nigel Harcombe. Or you did. As far as the general questions, have we discovered anything new about the truth? We've kind of we've deduced about the lictors that they aren't all powerful. They aren't. They aren't this kind of overwhelming force that we thought they were. They're actually quite peon level, potentially. Happy angels, in fact. <laughs> we've also learned about. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they are fixated on Leningrad, um, where the orphanage was. That yeah. is a vital location for them. Yep. The Even liberated now. Leningrad is a terrible phrase. We didn't sew things up. Alliteration is a uh, yeah horrifying thing. <laughs> Have we learned anything new about our characters? Well, I, my mark is recognizable by death magicians. That's something. But I, I think. If no, I think it, with uh, your permission, I think that uh, my discovery that I like infiltrating is something that Dietrich did not know about himself. Okay. As, uh, jumping to the next one, I think, yeah, challenging ourselves by going all KGB uh subordinates or deputized by the KGB does seem to be pretty uh, out of our normal comfort zone. Definitely yeah. out of comfort for me. Feel, feel like it, yeah. Ex-KGB agreeing to go to help out the KGB knowing that I probably might be dead by the end of this. Not by Lictus. All right, so I need two. I need two new. Are one of our the the 
the dramatic hook for everyone was locate the other two incarnates, right? Yeah, that's not how I wrote it. So I guess we haven't oh. located him specifically. And it's not both of them. We've only potentially got a lead on one of them. <laughs> yeah, so the should we should we keep base. yeah should we keep locate in, do incarnates? What's yeah, Tom's question? So. Is that too broad? Because we've been writing on that one for a couple of sessions now, and because it's saying both of them, that might end up not being something that is achievable for a while. Right. Um, I think at this point you can start to make guesses, but you don't know for sure yet. Do you want that to still be our dramatic hook? Is the question the one that? You yeah, I think that's that's ultimately what you have to do. So are we are we right to take that as a given point if we make steps in that direction, or should we really need to achieve it for it to make sense as an advancement level? Get it if you. I don't know. What do you think, Matthew? Yeah, it's it's a tough one because while it's the drive for the kind of the drive behind the campaign, if it's always there, it's always going to be using up a slot that we can never achieve and never right. get that get that experience point crossed off. But we have in a way to we have attempt we are attempting to do locate both of them. So in a way, and and attempting also then fulfills the criteria of getting XP. But then also then that that, that hook should drop off and another one should take its place. Right. If we're getting it, we need to replace it, or even okay. attempt. So to I, I have, a, I have a feeling if we deal, the this other incarnate may be at the airport, not the airport, the airport, airport base. base. The other one, I have a feeling, is going to be overseeing what's uh, going on in. That's the feeling. Petersburg, which should also be why the bishop fled, because the. Worst of the three of them is up there doing the renovations. Uh, but that doesn't resolve the question of the, the hook. Keep it for one. Keep it for another section. And also, <laughs> I mean, hopefully. Dietrich will get this data to the KGB, but we've definitely not going to be able to hang out with Slava anymore. <laughs> like it was a one-day party. Yeah. As soon as this was pulled, <laughs> it's it's likely that once you give the information to the KGB, they'll have enough leeway to where they can do something. Maybe even go with you. you know? To the Air Force Base, right? Well, hopefully. Uh, they have to be yeah. careful about that. But. I felt like I was like laying groundwork for espionage. And instead, we've just like torn off our shirts and pulled out guns. Hey, we did not tear off our shirts. Some well, deaf magician recognized the mark on my forehead. Avald Knaff tore off his shirt, to be fair. <laughs> Oh, I, Quite possibly. I don't tear it off. I gently take it off and fold it down. <laughs> anyway, incredible hook. <laughs> yeah, we're about. Yeah, you I'll, go, I'll, go, I'll go Velcro suit and tie. Um, so, I need another dramatic hook anyway. Yeah. So, are we keeping the dramatic hook? We never came to the answer. We could make the dramatic hook for the next episode 
get out of here with the lives. <laughs> five second incarnate. Find a second incarnate. We can make it specific. Okay. Does that work? So Tom? do we get the do we get the point for the previous one? Well, we've been attempting. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you the point. <laughs> well, we all need. We'll need two hooks. Another I think we all need another dramatic hook, right? Mm -hmm. I do. We need two, don't we? Two, yeah. In case the watchers are wondering, COVID, but mild, mild COVID. Um. You and Joe Biden, like a team. Yeah, you shouldn't yeah, have hung like out the, at the White House that weekend. I fell off my bicycle too once when I was a teenage. In Scranton? In Scranton. Uh, so does anyone think, have any ideas on theirs? I think that... Uh, I've got this binder. Well, yeah, you've got that button. You need to get that to the KGB. Yeah. Yes. That's an easy one. Yeah. yeah. So that's yours for sure. That could probably also be Dieter's, honestly. Andre, Gunter, oh. whatever. <laughs> whatever mine, your name is. Mine could just be, I know I should. Mine could just be the silence, Gregor. A more immediate one is what are you going to do with Gregorovich? Yeah. Like, yeah. Kill Gregorovich could be. Or do we I mean, take everybody's, him with us? everybody's drunk. You know, in terms of immediacy, I was thinking about like finding some champagne bottles downstairs to cover the sound of gunfire. Like, I want to make sure that there's not a drunken mob rushing around after right. the gunshots begin. He's just dead drunk. But that might be super narrow for a whole dramatic hook. Um, Silence Gregorovich because I mean, he's also do you want to kill him or do you want to hand him over to the lictor? He's, Silence he's works also, either way, though, right? That's Silence true. isn't just a murder. That's why he's also torturing people. I mean, what about the right. guy on the table? What about there's probably a wing of them as as I so could could some of us take on like if if Andre is silencing Gregorovich, could some of us be like investigating the rest of the building? Rescue the or are we going to try to like knock this out? What's that? Rescue, rescue innocence. Rescue innocence. If we assume that they're innocent, but I mean, they're right. all relatively innocent. Or yeah, cleaning up Slava. Yeah, deprive death magician of his sacrifices. I like clean up Slava. It's got like a lot of, there's the broad interpretation there. What is the one you want to give us, Tom? What is that happening? I don't know. Mine has always been you gotta find the like you gotta find the your targets. Yeah. I, well, David's I think, suggestion was find the second one. So at least like that's yeah. a specific the uh, yeah clear mission. I guess it works. Find second. Find yeah. the remaining incarnate. There you go. All right, does cool. everyone have their second mission? Okay. Our players included Matthew Sanderson, David Gasway, Holly Buto, Morgan Llewellyn, and Josh Harwood, with yours truly as the Game Master. We have a Discord server where you can chat with other members, you can set up private games, you can learn the fine arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows for you to download from Bogbean or iTunes. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. 
Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the strange and terrifying world of cult divinity lost. Until next time, good luck and good gaming. <laughs>